You hungry? You get a hankering for something, but you think, oh, I can't eat that. I'm allergic to it. I can't have that. I can't have that Oreo cookie. I'm, I'm allergic to refined sugars. I can't eat that broccoli. I am, I'm allergic to anything that is green. Did you know that 2.5 to uh, 3.1 million Canadians have at least one food allergy? And anecdotally, we're hearing a lot more about food allergies. But do you actually have a food allergy? Or maybe you are mistaken. Jennifer Gertz is Executive Director of Food Allergy Canada and joins me on the line. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, Alan. So what's the difference between a food allergy and, well, something different? Okay, well, a food allergy, let's categorize them as a food allergy or a food intolerance, okay? A food allergy is when your immune system mistakenly uh, sees a food ingredient, usually a protein, as a threat. And what it does is it triggers an immune response, which can include chemicals like histamines that cause, um, in, in rapid, in a, in, a, in a quick manner, causes um, the kind of signs and symptoms like you might have skin hives, you might have swelling in the face, you might have some gastrointestinal uh, issues. You might find that there's some breathing issues or some uh, tightness in your throat. And the the worst, obviously, is a drop in blood pressure, which is a cardiovascular symptom. So there's a whole host of things that can get triggered, those types of uh, symptoms, and it's immune response. Whereas a food intolerance is not, it's not actually well described, but it's thought to be, or what it's mostly discussed about is not, is it's involving the digestive system, um, and a lot of people think about lactose intolerance, which is mm. an enzyme deficiency, but it also can clu- include things like pharmacological, like caffeine uh, issues, but it, whole, it has a whole host of other things, right? So food allergy is the IgE-mediated immune system systemic reaction, and food intolerance sort of gets everything else in it. Do we have evidence that one or the other or both are on the rise in Canada? Well, so what we do know is globally, there has been a significant rise over the last 40 years of allergic disease, okay? And the World Allergy Organization um, targets uh, food allergy at about affecting 250 million people globally. So there has, there's absolutely evidence that says that this is on the increase. In Canada, there is some recent uh, prevalence research that was done about five years, and the number of three million is about on target as to what that research showed around people who uh, indicate they have a food allergy. I think the interesting stuff that was in some of the re- release of a report that was done by Dalhousie, though, was the, you know, the six to seven million people that uh, claim they've got a food intolerance. And mm. so... You know, it's it it seems to be growing, but that that's not um, you can't compare that information. I'm not aware of any previous information that asked Canadians as to whether they had a food intolerance. In, intolerance. Now, is that just is that self diagnosis in terms of intolerance, or I yeah. mean, how do we break that down? Well, so it's a good question because again, what the research exposed is that those who declare that they have a food allergy. Uh, 35% of them are self-diagnosed. Those who have a food intolerance is about 45 uh, or 48% that are indicating that they're self-diagnosed. So, you know, there is this kind of propensity to kind of go, I'm going to try and figure this out on my own. I might be confused as to what, what is one and what is the other. 
Um, and I think some of the barriers and the obstacles and the way to people getting clarity on this is there's, there's a real lack of access to diagnostic uh, capability, okay? So it's like, if you think about who's in the best position to diagnose a food allergy, it's an allergist. It's a board certified allergist. With just over 200 of those across Canada, trying to get in to see an allergist can be really challenging. And there are diagnostic tests that are commercial tests that are available on the market that are very misleading, okay? So, you know, you have these two things where you could potentially go elsewhere on the internet and find some sort of a blood test that you think might help you, when actually what you really need is an allergist diagnosis, but you can't get access. So, I mean, there are some things people can do, though. It's not all bleak, because there is a really good... Um, application that was developed by BC uh, Children's Hospital as well as UBC and, and we're a, a sponsor and supporter of is called Allergy Check. And it basically actually walks people through their symptoms. You know, it's, it's kind of like a symptom tractor to take you to a, a next step. Like, should you go and pursue an allergist based upon what you've told us? Hmm. I'm, I guess that is my next question, because if you can't get an allergist, then speaking with Jennifer Gertz, too, who's the executive director of Food Allergy Canada, I mean, what, what is, what's, what's your recourse other than to self-medicate or not self-medicate? Pardon me. Self-diagnose? Yeah. Well, self-medicate yeah. is what you do after listening to this program. Yeah. Um, sorry. So what else can you do other than self-diagnose? Well, I mean, you can avoid what's bothering you. I mean, I, that is... You know, for people who have a diagnosed food allergy, their management strategy is I avoid what I'm allergic to. And people who have a food intolerance, if food is making you feel uncomfortable, then that may be the strategy you need to deploy as well. And that kind of brings up another question that was, is around access to ingredient information. So, you know, it's, you know, in COVID, we actually changed the way we buy food right? There's new practices around, I buy it online, I buy through a third party delivery app. Um, and that question of getting access to ingredient information has become a bit more problematic. Um, so I think there is a, you know, a call to action that needs to be taken um, in industry and, and, and government just to take a look at, okay, given how we're changing how we buy food, and that there are so many Canadians that rely on access to ingredient information to make safe choices or choices that don't make them feel unwell. How do we tackle that? It's an important issue and not one with any easy answers. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate your time today. Thank you. It's Jennifer Gertz, who's the Executive Director of Food Allergy Canada.